Welcome to the Vinny Rock Podcast. Podcast. I took the blows and did it my way. It's time. The Vinny Rock Podcast. Yo, what up? It's the Vinny Rock Podcast. My voice sounds crazy as fuck right now. Hey, don't forget, Core Medical Group just had another happy customer hit me up for two reasons. His testosterone is back up and his penis is hard. Yeah, they have boner pills there. Erectile dysfunction meds at Core Medical Group at any time. Don't be embarrassed by it. It's all good. A lot of people use them. Wink, wink, a lot. All right, you guys go hit them up. You already know. They do... um, how do you say this? Right now, it's kind of the age of telemedicine. Yep, they have it. Telemedicine, they can ship it directly to your house no matter where you are in the fucking United States. And yes, there's a discount if you're a fucking veteran. If you listen to this podcast, you will get a discount on your TRT and erectile dysfunction medications. Just hit me up. All we got to do is get you to my boy. They're going to get you some blood work done. Bing, bang, boom. You pay for all that stuff and here you go. They'll let you know what you need. Go hit up Core Medical Group. Let me know if you need their information. I just, I'd send you my boy Mike's number and you just hit him up directly. That's how it goes. Beyond Clothing is an outdoor expeditionary clothing. It's a layered system. It's fucking high speed, high quality. Yes. It's got a price tag on it that you are going to respect because this is quality shit. I love Beyond Clothing. I love the company and I think you guys need to go check them out. Beyondclothing.com. Use the hashtag Rocco. Go ahead and use my promo code. You guys already know that. Willie Peach chocolate made from the digits of his hands from his own garden he makes his chocolate from home and it has all kinds of different Scoville units if you like chocolate and if you like spice you will love Willie Peach chocolates he has all kinds of other things some cocoa and everything you can think of hit him up WillyPeachChocolates.com GMR Gold is a subscription based precious metal company go to Bullion Box you can get a hundred a two hundred or a $300 box of precious metal and put it away, save it, show your kids, collect it, whatever the fuck you want to do. But I promise you right now, look into it. It's doing good things. You can use that promo code rock or just let them know that Vinny that Vin Rock podcast sent you. You can get yourself a little discount. Don't forget, gmrgold.com. Barry Law. You guys, I just talked to a veteran today. He's homeless. and needs to get his, his shit together. He's trying to get his VA claim done. If it takes any much longer, I'm going to take him to Barry Law because Barry Law can help him get what he deserves. Barry Law has helped some individuals get enough money they can buy their house and turn their life around. One individual was living under a bridge. No fucking joke. I'm going to try and do the same for my friend I just met the other day, a homeless veteran that, that pretty much lives out, out of his car. We're going to find ways to help him. But one thing I'm going to do is hit him with some Barry Law. Go hit up ptsdlawyers.com backslash Rocco. Hit them up. Or if you need anything from me, hit me up. I'll send you their direct number. They will get what you deserve from your VA claim. Perseverancesurvival.com. You guys already know. Go check out Perseverance. What the fuck is wrong with me? Perseverance Survival.com. They got Wooby hoodies. They got Ranger panties. 
You'll love it. Modern Gun School. I got a buddy of mine who just joined, man. He loves it. You guys need to do it. I swear to you. Hey, David, I hope you love that. Uh, I'm glad you tried it. Trust me. I, I wish I could do the same. I have other things I'm, I'm putting my educational benefits towards. But if you have VA educational benefits, go to mgs.edu and sign up for Modern Gun School. It is a distance learning armor school that you will enjoy. Don't forget to check out heroesports.org and as well as veteran.com. We are still giving away two motorcycles built by Motorcycle Missions and $20,000 cash. We're about to do a podcast with Mike Barker from Hero Sports. Catch you later. What up, what up, what up? It's the Vinny Rock Podcast. I got my boy here. Got my dude, Mike Barker from Hero Sports. We're doing another podcast. The last time we did it, we kind of rushed that shit, didn't we? Yeah, man, we we we're in a we we both got busy lives, man. We gotta gotta knock these out quick. A little bit of a time crunch, yeah. But my boy, he flew here. He flew here from Texas because we had a couple events going on. We had that veteran event, which was uh, extremely successful. Um, a lot of veterans showed up to talk about different forms of treatment that can help with trauma and post traumatic stress and addiction. And then on the other side, tonight we have a softball game with Hero Sports, which we are an incredible team. We we have not we have not well we have not really won a game in a long time. <laughs> I think changing tonight. Yeah, I think the since the inception of Hero Sports Utah, we've won one game. And that's three seasons in a row. Um, it's not in part because the league is super challenging. It's because the guys show guys. Show, oh shit! I got disconnected. There you go. I got disconnected for a second. Let me, what the fuck? All right, let me, there it is. Yeah, so the guys show up and have a good time. Um, you know, we don't take ourselves too seriously. Can you hear me all right? Yeah, you're good, man. Yeah, well, cool. I mean, you know, that's but, the best part is, is yeah. they get to get out on a Thursday night and have some fun. And, you know, winning is showing up, you know. Um, you know, part of what we try to, you know, instill in people at Hero Sports is, is you know, showing up getting out of the house, going to be with your brothers and sisters and being a part of that team again is, is winning, you know, whatever happens on the field, you know, most of us want to win, but at the same time, we've already won by showing up and and being there and being a part of the team. So, yeah, I think naturally we have a competitive nature. I mean, if we wouldn't join the military, if we didn't want to go during a time of war, if we didn't want to go fight part of the war, it's a competitive side of like being, being American, we want America to be the best. And the other side of it is like, if you're gonna get out of the house and spend an hour, two hours with the dudes, let's let's or, or or and a couple of females, let's try and get the win. But at the yeah. same time, if the win becomes more important than the community of what we're doing, well, then you're missing the point of what the goal is here. For Our sure. goal is to get veterans out of their fucking house and back into community. And when you're doing that, go, those of you who are listening, when you're doing that, you're also able to identify them weekly see how they're doing. I can visually see how they, how they feel, how they look. Do they have a job? You can ask them questions. Not even that. You give them something to look forward to for the next week and the next week and the next week. Things like that become very important for, for giving purpose to those who are still trying to figure out what their purpose is. Well, in the meantime, your purpose is a player on our team and we, we, we want you to show up every week. For sure. Yeah. Now, and then, you know, obviously when uh, you have somebody who's been there for two weeks, and then they haven't shown up for two or three weeks. You know, that's the time where it's like, hey, man, where's so-and-so? You know, we need to check on, you know, has anybody talked to him? Has anybody checked in with him? You know, is something going on in his personal life? You know, like, you know, it, the warning signs are already there because you are a part of that team, you know? Yeah. So 
Um, that's that's the, the awesome part about having the routine ways of, you know, having people show up and be accountable. Um, you know, you, you get ahead of problems before they become problems. So, yeah, do me a favor, man. Hero Sports is doing a shit ton of things right now. So why don't you go over like kind of where we're at right now with Hero Sports, some of the cities that we're playing in, some of the new things you're doing, like how we're raising money during this COVID crisis. How are we keeping it afloat? Like all a lot of things that you're doing on your end outside of like the veteran movement and like Rally Point Hollywood here in Utah and things like that. Yeah. So, you know, obviously uh, during COVID-19, we've lost a lot of our normal fundraisers. Uh, we lost our big sit down gala dinner that we had planned uh, for May, which uh, is usually our biggest fundraiser of the year. So, uh, you know, we've had to adapt and uh, overcome just like many other organizations. Um, you know, we've uh, worked with some different gun companies and, and raffled some guns. We've, uh, you know, started doing uh, slow pitch softball tournament fundraisers again. Uh, we've we've networked into some bigger uh, community based softball tournaments where we're able to uh, go and sell some apparel and and network into uh, other activities within that tournament. Um, you know, so we're still working hard to create opportunities. Uh, we've done events from Hawaii uh, to Salt Lake City to uh, throughout the Midwest and Texas. Uh, we did the Super Bowl in Miami uh, in I February. Wish I didn't miss that. Yeah, uh, you know. So I mean, we've done events in DC. I just got back from Georgia from a Military World Softball Tournament. So the amount of activities and things that we can be a part of hasn't slowed down at all. It's just the companies that are able to support what we do have backed off on a lot of funding right now based on not knowing if their businesses is going to be around or not, you know? So, um, so it's, it's, you know, created, um, critical thinking on how to stay engaged, continue to raise funds to try to still have an impact. No, for sure. And I think, you, you know, we've done our part here in Utah of keeping it alive. We went to the acting classes. We went to the Zoom meetings. Um, all that's kind of getting pushed to the wayside right now because we're focusing on the veteran kind of push here in Utah as well as, you know, there's other little things. Uh, Utah is kind of more open than other states. And so we're really trying to plan this Heroes Taco events that are coming up here soon and just trying to find ways of look at. You know, we are financially supporting a lot of dudes in having the opportunity of playing sports or, or engaged in some kind of special, um, you know, recreational activity and as well as hunting. And, and you got a pretty big hunting trip coming up here soon, right? Yeah, we, uh, you know, hunting uh, starts uh, in September down in Texas, dove season. We have a big uh, dove hunt fundraiser that we're doing next weekend. So uh, we replaced our May gala dinner with a dove hunt uh for social distancing purposes uh so that starts next weekend uh the weekend after that we're doing a military first responders uh hunting uh get together appreciation weekend so um you know basically two ems two firefighters two police officers two active duty two veterans are all going to travel to a ranch and we're just going to show them a, a good time, you know, uh, shooting some guns, you know, fishing, cooking them some food, you know, just hanging out and just showing people that, you know, put it all on the line all the time. Like, we're thankful for what you do. And here's our appreciation and 
hosting you for a weekend to let you know that we're, we're, we're appreciative. So uh, we have that the next weekend. Uh, we've got a softball tournament. We've got, you know, another uh, kind of gala dinner uh, that we're a part of down in Texas. So, I mean, we're, we're rocking and rolling, man. I mean, it's just, you know, the year that we had projected out uh, after our gala dinner in May uh, just, you know, has created other opportunities for us to, you know, think outside the box. Yeah, man. And, and, you know, yesterday you saw the first version of what hopefully better and will come to be the gym side of it is the hero sports and the sports associated with hero sports and the activities is hero sports um, that we're going to try and put together hero sports. What was it that, 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 that hike to a, to a fucking climb to a zip line. Yeah. That'll be, that'll be a hero sports event. And I'm going to try and put that together soon. And hopefully also golf is big in Utah. So trying to get the golf set up here, um, one can raise some good significant amount of money for the nonprofit, but two, it's like the most COVID friendly sport, right? Yeah. That and hunting right now are, you know, the, kind of the two things that you can do, uh, pretty much anywhere all the time. So, uh, softball in certain parts of the country is shut down and still happening, but, um, you know, we're just trying to, trying to find outlets for, for veterans and especially during this time, because, you know, you do have some idle time on your hands and yeah. you, you know, you do have, you know, some of those dark times where, you know, you are reaching out to maybe an organization that has helped you in the past, but maybe they're not operating right now or, they're not even able to uh, to do things for vets right now because of coronavirus. So we're getting inundated with a lot more asks right now too, because a place that they would normally go isn't doing a whole lot where they still see us operating and doing a lot of activities and like, well, maybe these guys can help me. So, um, yeah. you know, and, and, and we try to fill that gap wherever we can. I mean, we just, we just went and met with a homeless veteran here in Utah, yeah. you know, and just, you know, out of the blue, just trying to figure out where we can fit in to try to try to fill in that gap. And yeah, what, how can what, we what connect the dots? Now, how can we connect the dots to help them get back on their feet? Right. And so, sure. and now, and that homeless vet was was not what I usually run into. He actually was willing to get help. At the same time, he even said, like, it's not about the money. He goes, if you can help me get my car on the I'm trying to figure out my VA. Like, he had a list of, like, here's what I need to get done. And none of it was out of touch, right? Now, no. we don't know deeper into his story whether there's an addiction issue and why it drawn there. Whatever the case. And those are things, like, in the next few weeks as, as I go and meet with him and, and kind of help him, you know, uh, I hope to get down to the bottom of it. At the same time, like, you can't be the enabler for these dudes either. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you, you, uh, you can help fill in the gaps, but we can't, you know, take over and just do everything that you need done and on a drop of a dime either. So, um, you know, if it's a job placement or counseling or, you know, medical treatment or, you know, we can help try to point you in the right direction, even though, you know, we may not be able to, do that through our organization, you know, when you ask, you know, yeah. but we can, we can also help refer you out to other organizations uh, who specialize in stuff like that. So, well, let me flip this conversation real quick. We woke up like you flew into town yesterday. We did the whole thing and we woke up to an onslaught of fucking drama on social media and mainstream media about um, this shooting that happened in what city? 
It's uh, Kenosha, Wisconsin. Kenosha, Wisconsin. Yeah. And so I know all of you listening right now know this is the talk of the town right now. And, I, and you know, I wanted to, me and Mike talked about it, and we, 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 we visually kind of see it the same way. And so let me talk about this in a, in a way and step in here and there when you have something to say and, and can articulate and to the point where, you know, you know what I mean? You want you, It's a hard world to speak on because anything we say can be used against us, right? Like no, the sure. weird thing. So here's the deal, man. Coming from a military background, a gun background, and, and everything else, I've actually, and as well as now being on social media and doing it all, I, I'm making sure I research as much as I fucking can before I have an, form an opinion. It's yeah. kind of the smart fucking thing to do. It's, it's the thing that most people don't fucking do. Yeah. Right? And so sure. I've seen video from beginning to end. There's definitely missing points where I can't speak on. And I, I'd be ignorant if I thought I can fucking tell you exactly what happened on, on some of the, the scenes that didn't happen. But this kid, what was his name? Kyle. Kyle, Kyle like, oh. Redenbacher. I don't know. Whatever the fuck. But this kid, 17 years old, he, he drives cross state lines with a, a rifle, um, which now makes that illegal. Um, but he goes to a used car lot, I believe it is, to pull security because just the day before, another one nearby was burnt down, uh, was, was rioted. And so I think he probably was getting paid. It might have been a family friend. Who knows how, how he got the gig. But he showed up with his med pack, his gloves on. And in an interview that you probably don't even take the time to fucking find, he explained like he's there to protect this, this business from rioters, from looters. And he's also there to do medical attention on people that are out there rioting if anyone needs it. And he brought his rifle so he can protect himself because he has that right. And it's kind of gets crazy out there. Uh, I agree. I agree with everything he fucking said. Um, and, you know, and, and, but the problem that, that we have is like now should someone who's obviously not really trained in that rifle um, be out there with that rifle at the time? I mean, what do you think, dude? If he's not, he could have easily been a victim himself. Yeah. So it's, it's well, kind of, go ahead, please. Well, I mean, you know, in, in the, the clip that we saw as well, you know, he was with another guy yep. who said he was an Army veteran. Former veteran, yeah. Yeah, probably very well trained. Mm -hmm. And somewhere between that video and the video that it kind of cut to next, they're not together anymore. No, so it's like, it's so, yeah. So there's you know, a lot of things went wrong, right? His little and, battle buddy. Especially system. as a military member myself is like, you never leave your battle buddy. You know, nope. it's like, you know, so it's like, where do they go, you know, and get separated? And then why am I not going to you, you know, when yeah. some chaos is happening? Because I think, uh, and I'm not, I haven't watched all the videos and I'm not fully educated on it. Uh, but what I have seen is the first shots were in the parking lot of the um, thing that they were supposed to be protecting. Yeah. Uh, that, that's what it appeared like to me. Uh, I don't know that that's true or not. Yeah. It looked like, so whatever first happened, he was running from the violence. He was running from the, the antagonizers. Now we're, we don't have video on how that started. That's the, that's probably the biggest problem. We don't have the video of how that started, but we do have video of him running and then someone throwing a Molotov cocktail at him kind of device. It didn't work. So obviously something was wrong with that. Uh, but the fact that someone even threw something of that nature is already a fucking huge threat. Uh, threat levels escalated. 
through the roof right now. I'd be like, oh shit, I saw what he threw at me, not a fucking safe bet. Then the dude goes charging forward towards him. At this point, the camera is in a bad angle where you can't really see what happens, but with moments later uh, around, I don't know, eight shots, maybe, I didn't even count them. Um, you see him standing over the kid, the guy who was chasing him, who now has a bullet in his head, who is now dying. Um, and he's yelling for medic, right? He knows this is a bad situation. He's calling for a medic, obviously way out of his uh, expertise of medical. He said something like he's an advanced lifesaver, which really means CPR and fucking stop a fucking wound, right? It's nothing really. Um, and he starts calling for medic, starts trying to do his thing. Um, and as well as someone else is trying to provide medical attention to a head wound by putting pressure. Um, that's wrong either way. From there, I don't see any video from the in-between from there to the next spot. He's, he then later video shows him in the middle of the road. I guess the same people that saw what happened started to confront him again. And that's where you see him getting knocked down in the road. Um, and then as he's getting knocked down the road and hit over the head with a skateboard, which some people are fighting right now saying whether that's lethal force or not. Look, if you knock someone unconscious... That is, that is something that could, that could potentially knock you unconscious is lethal force because once you're knocked unconscious, they can have their way with you. The same in the, any law enforcement textbook, any kind of fucking border patrol world, anything you thought, anyone throws something at your fucking head. If it knocks you unconscious or has the potential to, that can be deemed as lethal force. So the kid, during that scuffle, he kind of postures up and fucking throws some rounds. Unfortunately, it kills someone. At the same time, potentially saves his life. Go on to the next dude, just running up on him with the pistol. He engages again. Wasn't an accurate shot, shot the dude's arm. Boom. So now you have two dead, one injured off this kid's actions. And then he gets up off the ground. Eventually the cops are coming. Everyone's screaming and he's walking with his hands up in a very submissive, submissive posture, uh, which people are complaining right now because the cops didn't do anything for him or, or white privilege, all this stuff. Because, and here's the deal right now, these cops are not, it's not a surprise to see someone carrying an AR-15 during these rallies now. All of a sudden, everyone's carrying these motherfuckers. So cops aren't going to come come blazing unless they see an engagement happening and still have to make a determination who is the threat in that circle. At this point, there was no more threat. There was just uh, violent uh, screaming, shouting, you know, guys on the floor that are injured, uh, and, and a guy with a rifle in his hands, hands up in a submissive posture. For me, I mean, bro, I feel like, this kid is going to get off with very minor charges, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, I think the the rule that I read in Wisconsin is is you have to be eighteen uh, to uh, have an uh, fire open carry a firearm. So I think, you know, from what I was reading, uh, that was really the only law that he broke. That's on Besides, the books, and then also crossing state lines. Yeah, and then uh, the crossing of the state lines. Um, but, you, but then, yeah. you know, Everything else? from there, I mean, it's all up into interpretation of pretty much which side you're on. You know, if you're on the, you know, social justice side and this is a guy that's going around murdering people in the street. You know, if you're on the gun side and, you know, you believe in gun ownership, he's protecting himself from being... Uh, beat up in the street, you know? So, I mean, it's... It's this you know, funny thing, dude. We both we both have friends on both sides of the spectrum. I mean, and you can almost divide it. Republican, Democrat. That's almost like it's turned into, right? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's such well, a weird... You know, problem, I mean, yeah. you know and, and, and for me, you know, I mean, we've, we've talked about this openly, you know? I'm married to a black woman, you know? I mean, 
I live uh, it every day, you know, and I have three boys that are biracial, you know, they're yeah. half white and they're half black. So these are things that I have to think about a lot, you know, because, yeah. you know, in society, yes, my children are going to be viewed as, you know, black children, um, you know, but I think a lot of that starts at home as well, you know, um, you know, being a good father, being a good right. role model, you know, teaching your kids, you know, um, you know, right and wrong and consequences mm-hmm. of actions and, yep. you know, those kinds of things. And, you know, I think for some reason in society today, um, you know, that that's missed at home a lot, you know? So, um, but yeah, I mean, these are things that I have to deal with all the time. I mean, me and my wife, we go to, you know, what most people would consider a white side of town and people look at us funny, you know, like, and they'll, they'll even ask sometimes like, Oh, uh, are you guys together? Like, you know, like, is this on the same check? You know, yeah. it's just like, well, yeah, we came here together. We ate together. Like, <laughs> you know, uh, obviously we're together. Uh, uh, but then at uh, the same time, you know, we'll go somewhere that's, you know, considered the black side of town. Yeah. And, you know, people will make comments like, oh, you couldn't get with a brother, you know, like, oh, <laughs> you must be with him for the money, you know, and like give you funny looks, you know. It's oh, just, bro, you it's know, funny because people don't you know, realize just, there's still racism, dude. Right. Like and maybe not to the racism side of of so strong, but just one comment like that. That's racism, dude. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's racism, man. Yeah. And, and the thing is, is, you know, like being in the military, like that is the biggest melting pot of people from all walks of life. Yeah. And, you know, I have people on all sides that I would lay my life down for. And it doesn't matter what the color of their skin is, you know? So, you know, those are the things that I struggle with, man. It's just like, like you've known me for 20 years, you know, I've, you know, you know, served with you. I, I was your therapist, you know, I rehabbed you, you know, we've become friends in this veteran space and just because we disagree on certain aspects of, you know, right and wrong uh, based on our beliefs, that doesn't mean that like we can't be friends and like we can't still well, yeah. not like the same person just because we disagree. It's because I mean, right now it's just a very divided country because of the, the voting, right? We have the, you know, the elections coming up and people are trying to divide the country and everyone has to have an opinion. You're either a Trump supporter or you're racist. You're either a Biden supporter or you're a freaking racist. It's this really strange, it's this strange world that we live in where, where Facebook and mainstream media has turned into the most toxic thing we have that is, that is destroying America on its own. And it be, and it's, partially for multiple reasons of the lack of f- true information, right? Like, so, you know, you want to make a martyr out of this, this gentleman who was just killed by the cops. What's his name? I, I don't remember his name recently. Uh, sorry, it's, it's escaping me. Yeah. But the, the gentleman was a convicted um, sex, uh, sex offender. Right, I believe it was, and he was also in a warrant for his arrest, and so, and then it was said that he was an unarmed man, which has now been proven false, and so it doesn't matter though, right? People don't care about the facts of the matter. What happens now is what it is. Is at the time it made for really good divisive media. Let's go and piss people off more. Let's go and continue the the, the Black Lives Matter movement, which again, 
I, I don't not support Black Lives Matter movement. It is what it is. It's not my movement, and and I'm not going to go riot over it, but I have my belief systems on. Dude, I support every black person, to, and I support everybody to protest whatever the fuck they want, dude, as long as the peaceful protest. Yeah. And so because of the gentleman who was killed by the cops, who did shoot seven times, it, it, you know, all that stuff has to be weighed. All that stuff has to be judged and, and, and determined whether, um, you know, was it rightfully, was it justified or not, right? The mother, her, the mother of this gentleman herself said, like, I don't want you guys writing and burning shit on his name. I don't want that. Like, she don't want that shit, right? But it's not genuinely the BLM movement who's doing this. Not one person that night who got injured or was, was in this confrontation part of it was black. It was... Another convicted child, freaking whatever, uh, a pedophile. It was a, another felon who was carrying a gun, illegal, um, illegally, and as well as who was for burglary, right? And it was another one that every single one of them had some kind of record at some point for some reason who were out there protesting don't know anymore, right? Is that just the antagonist side of the Antifa movement? Is it just genuinely Black Lives Matter? I think Black Lives Matter themselves would probably agree that that's not them, right? That's not their push. That's not what their goal is. And so now you just have fucking people on both sides of the spectrum, dude. The people that are protesting and the people that are trying to protect, right? You have this other side of the fence, these these pro-Second Amendment guys that are kind of over the top and very under-trained who carry rifles but don't have, you know, have a a 10 fucking dollar fucking rear scope. You know what I mean? Like it's this weird spectrum of the dudes that are out there uh, protesting and the dudes that are out there protecting. um, You have what you have last the past couple nights. This is what you're going to have people that are under trained, carrying a rifle. And then at the other side, and then with people that are supposedly trained, but left them fucking hanging. Right. And yep. that scared 17 year old kid made the best decision he possibly could for the moment. I, I like I said, I don't know what I would have done in that situation, but personally, I feel like if it was me in that situation and I like to think about it, someone who knows guns, someone who understands guns, someone knows ROE, rules of engagement, when to shoot. I feel like the kid made good decisions on the fact that if he felt threatened for his life. But people have him out to say like, oh, he was just there to start a fight. What are you talking about? He was trying to be a medic. He was actually trying to help people. Oh, he's just there. He shouldn't have that gun. Well, I mean, if he didn't have a gun, he probably wouldn't be alive today. Right? So a lot of things you can if, ands, what's, or fucking money, money, quarterback, every situation. But in this situation with all the camera footage, I think he's going to get off with very, very minor charges. And and I'm not saying I support or I don't support. I'm saying that's the facts, dog. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I, that's, that's, the, that's the thing is we're going to have to wait and see, you know, and yeah. when all the facts do come out, you know, and not just this rush to social media and, you know, everybody's guilty uh, via social media. But, you know, when the facts come out, then it's a whole other different kind of story. Oh, yeah. You know, and, well, it's, it's, it's funny. How, how, me posting my opinion recently about what's that fucking... There was another soldier who was missing his name. Damn it. I posted opinions. Someone messaged me like, bro, you shouldn't be posting those opinions because, because, you know, you can really influence people. Say, bro, I post whatever the fuck I want, dog. Like, this is my, this is how I look at things. I take a very systematic approach to how I think, what I think of a matter. I don't know enough about that kid being missing in Fort Hood. But I know that he hung himself, or did he? And I can say, that's questionable. I'm interested in learning more about that. I want to see yeah. the investigation on that. I can yeah. say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, don't, I don't think 
looking into something further and trying to find out more information about it is the wrong thing instead of just rushing to guilty or innocent. Yeah, exactly. And and that's the thing. Every time you have a situation, there's there's no real fucking hard line. It's kind of like, damn, the kids shouldn't have been there, right? The 17-year-old kid should just fucking be home. For sure. Well, and and I did see something that, uh, I don't know if it was the mayor or the governor or whatever. Actually, none of them should have been there because there was an 8 p.m. curfew that was in place. Oh, there you go. No one should have been out past 8 p.m. So there you go. Everybody was wrong. Me as a contractor, bro, how much you paying me to protect this motherfucker, dog? And my first question was like, do you have insurance on this building and all your stuff? If you do, why you why you having why you paying me to fucking stand here, dog? It's yeah. different. Like like I would ask all the other questions and still ask, hey homeboy, that was supposed to be to the fucking kid six. Where'd you go? Where'd yeah. that guy go? The guy who was supposed to be trained, you let a 17-year-old fight that battle. If this fucking older gentleman, and I'd love to find out what his name is and question that, if this older gentleman just stepped in, he might have stopped this whole thing from happening by being the most mature motherfucker there with training and said, yo, dude, chill out, back up, go, go, let's go back to our little fucking AO. Let's stay in our yeah. spot. Let's not chase right. these fuckers around. Right? Like a lot of this could have been mitigated with one training to someone who had a fucking sense and three in the end of the day shit goes down and fuck it 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 it, it, it's stirring the pot of people that don't understand what really went down or aren't willing to watch all the evidence actors are posting all kinds of weird shit fucking mma fighters are posting weird shit they call this kid a fucking racist this kid's racist and shooting people i'm sorry what uh, what the fuck are you talking about, dog? If you watched one clip, you knew the kid's not racist. He's just a fucking happy-go-lucky 17-year-old kid that wants to fucking provide service. And yeah. might not, it might have the right intent and just the lack of training and experience is what fucking led to this. For sure. Right? So it's just a really fucking weird thing. I just can't let people say that this kid had ill intentions. He showed up there with a gun to do damage. No, no, no. He showed up there to pull security for a company. And he wore gloves because he was really trying to do medical, which is even fucking more fucked up, right? Like, the kid genuinely was trying to do right and was just kind of standing by, like, this business and protecting it. And he got put in a fucked up situation and handled it the way he handled it. And, you know, like I said, in the end, we'll see how how they fucking handle this situation. I personally think with all the evidence that you see, um, and all my law enforcement ex- experience, I really believe that this kid's going to get off with minor charges, maybe some just gun charges for having it illegally in, in, the, in the area that it was. Yeah, uh, I don't know what happened to to the first guy that he shot in the head because yeah. that was you couldn't even see kind that. of it's, yeah yeah it was at a different spot I guess, and then he started walking down the street. That's when people were starting to chase him. Yeah, and then they hit him from behind and threw the Molotov cocktail at him. Yeah, and then he didn't fire again until the guy hit him with a skateboard uh, yeah. in the head. And then and I think he fired. he fired a few rounds then, right? And then yeah, he fired a few rounds, and then the other guy rushed up on him. Just in the video that I've seen, rushed up on him with the pistol, and then that's where he shot him in the arm. And, yeah, uh, you know, and then you know got up and you know got put his hands up and walked towards the police, and you know. Uh, it'll be interesting to see uh, what happens, bro. You know? If if I saw uh, if I saw correctly, there's a video of this kid actually trying to help that dude put a tourniquet on. Like the guy's putting on a tourniquet, that kid's there, and he's actually has his hand on his back. It's like, bro, kind of like fuck, man, you walked up on me, kind of shit. I can't read it, I can't see it, but I saw a clip with no shit. 
the dude he just shot, he's still there trying to fucking make sure shit's good. Like, dog, you you ran up on me while I'm on my back and you had a pistol in your hand. As soon as I identified that, I fucking took a shot. It was kind of like that. That's what it looked like. And I'm like, dude, if I find that again, I'm gonna show you. And it kind of it kind of tripped me out because like that alone is gonna show intentions, right? This kid, if he wanted to kill people, if he showed up there just to kill people, bro, there's a lot of people that were easy targets for this dude to fucking shoot. Well, I mean, we saw that he, when they were following him, he walked up to a gas station and, you know, there were black people standing at the gas station. If -hmm. he was a real racist there showing up to kill black people, he could have shot all of them very easily, you know? So, Uh, uh, you know, a lot of people are wrong in the situation, Yeah, you know? And that's, that's the thing is everybody stayed home past the curfew None of that happens. None of what happened. You know, and None it's just, uh, you know, everybody's wrong, and it's unfortunate that you know things like this happen uh, in America today. You know, and it's crazy. It's, it's crazy. Uh, it's just one of those things that uh, and, and, and I don't see going away us. anytime. Yeah, and it know? further divides us, bro. Because for sure, because our opinion right now is all this is, and someone else is going to say, well. Guns should get off the street and we wouldn't have any death, right? Like everyone's going to have their opinion on the matter and, and it just becomes more divisive and it becomes like, you know, it, more issues and more. It's just fucking this crazy world of people that stopped thinking for themselves and started just li- listening to the one line of fucking what's shared. And now you have people that can't communicate anymore. Like we can't communicate. That's what yeah. it is. Well, you know, I own lots of guns and, you know, I've never been in that situation. Uh, but at the same time, you know, I usually have one if that situation arises and I need to be able to eliminate a threat. You know, I mean, it's just how it works uh, yeah. with responsible gun ownership. You, you, know? you, you put me in the same position as kid. I would do everything to just stay right in my post. Hey, there's drama sure. over there. Sounds good. That's not mine. <laughs> you know, yeah, I'm here. Sure. I'm paid right now to protect this building, and I'll stay right here. And that's kind of my mindset. But you know, they kids seem to have to go lucky trying to do his thing. And you know, and you know what we have now, and the result of that is two deaths and an injured bystander that were essentially attacking him. So it's this kind of weird space, and who knows? You know, I'm curious to see how it turns out, but I just do hate the fact that people don't watch all the video and make a more educated decision, or people that actually have experience in this make an educated decision. And as well as, um, if you own a gun, you need to train. You got to be able to train with that thing, dude. Sure. You know what the fuck you're doing. Then you'll you'll know how. How that thing can, how the damage that can do, and I don't know, man. Very weird situation. Either way, fuck it. We're done talking about this. People are gonna make their assumptions. I would love to hear people's opinions on this. You guys can message me. You can text me. You can fucking whatever you want to do. Um, I'm here with my boy Mike. We're gonna get ready for a softball game later tonight. Mike, anyone you want to give a shout out to right now? Go for it. Oh man, you know, just uh, always to the uh, Hero Sports Utah folks, man. They uh, they came out in uh, force last night. Um, you know, obviously, uh, you, man, for, uh, you know, continuing to, uh, use your platform to give back to the veteran community, man. I think that's huge, uh, that, you know, people can see someone on TV that is a veteran, uh, that's doing things to give back to their people, man. And that's, uh, you know, that's huge, man. And, uh, you know, obviously one of our big supporters, Justin Gage, has got a big yeah. fight coming up. Justin uh, Gagey. Yeah, got a big fight against Khabib in October. Let him know he hits like a bitch, bro. Let him know he yeah, hits like a he's bitch. A wimp. <laughs> he's a wimp, bro. Uh, this shit's weak, bro. Last time we yeah. sparred, I almost had him, bro. <laughs> <laughs> almost got him. I almost, almost had almost him. I was so almost close. 
but yeah, man, I mean, you know, just, uh, there's so many great people kind of getting behind our cause and, uh, and supporting it's, uh, it's really tremendous to, uh, to continue to see this thing grow and, uh, help more people. And that's, you know, that's what initially it was, uh, started for, you know, using sports as an outlet, you know, then we added hunting and fishing as another outlet, you know, recreational activities as an outlet and, uh, just continuing to provide that for more people. And, uh, it's just, um, just awesome. Awesome. Uh, awesome ride. We're on here. Fuck yeah, bro. It ain't done yet, man. We got a lot coming. Um, appreciate you guys go check out hero sports page. I'll make, make sure I tag it and fucking hit it up. You guys can donate anytime you want. And if you guys don't want to donate, you just want to buy some hero sports gear that helps us too. whatever it is. You guys go check it out. There's also a, sh- a hat from baseballism. You buy that hat 10% of that or $10 from that hat goes straight to hero sports. So that's another thing we like to promote. And there's multiple other things like that. You guys get out there. We got some rock. Well, watches as well. If you like watches, if you like, you know, to, to rock some hero sports logo, we get, money from that as well so we've made our partnerships we appreciate all those partnerships we have rockwell watches we'll come see you guys soon and uh that's it for the show man you good good man let's go all right we're out later I took the blow.